0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Clearly, um, I'm late
1: again, and I'll tell you why in just a moment. Well, it really doesn't matter because it doesn't matter, so it doesn't matter. Let's get into the show. Remember, follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show, not that one. No, I'm lying to you, Instagram at the Jesus Show, N-T-O. Facebook, The Jesus Show, not that one. TikTok, at The Jesus Show, not that one. YouTube, type in The Jesus Show, not that one. And email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus Show, NTO at gmail.com.
0: All right. Um, yeah, I just didn't put it out on time. And the shitty part is on
1: Instagram, I said, Hey, I'm going to put it out tonight because I got
0: back from my trip and then it didn't work out. So life, I try, I really try to be consistent, but navigating things with the baby when I'm alone is a little difficult it's not super difficult it's getting better the baby now sleeps through the night
1: he normally wakes up once during the night and we don't go in to get him like we don't pick him up we don't do anything he'll kind of cry for maybe two to five minutes
0: he makes more noises than anything. Like, Meow. And it wakes us up. You know, we'll be sleeping. And then we'll like... Wake up and we think, is he going to lose his mind? And then he doesn't. And we're like, alright, cool. And then he'll wake up anywhere between like 6.45 now and... Like almost 8. So it's pretty good um and then when ali's home it's easier because we're both home
1: and it's just easier so today she's home she gets to go to maui tomorrow maui but the shitty part is her flight direct from here to maui got canceled so tomorrow she has to deadhead double deadhead from here to San Fran. San Fran to Maui. What? 17, 18, 19, 20. And then they cut her layover by four hours. So I think now her layover is only
0: 17 hours. It was supposed to be, I think, 20 or 21. Something like that. So I was like, that sucks. Oh no, but she still has
1: to go through San Fran. Oh, that's shitty. Yeah, I just thought about that. I thought she was coming one one leg back home, but she has to go through, she has to go Maui, San Fran. Either she goes through San Fran or LAX, and then she comes back in the morning. Um, so that sucks. But at least she'll get to see Maui. Ooh. I
0: wonder if they'll put her at the other hotel. Hmm. When it comes to Maui, We have a long layover hotel and a short layover hotel. I think I like... Not I think. Well, okay. There's advantages and disadvantages to both of them. The short layover, I feel, is closer to a lot of things. Yeah. The short hotel is closer to a lot of things, or at least it's closer to a lot more things. The hotel is nice, but you're across the street from the water
1: and the beach that you can walk to that's immediately
0: right there is, it's okay. It's not terrible, but it's not great. As opposed to the long
1: layover hotel. Mm, The AC just kicked on. I can hear it in my cans. Anyways. The long layover hotel. Is a lot nicer. You get. A view from your hotel. Room. Everybody has a balcony. You have a balcony at the other one. But it's. Like, you could maybe get a view of the ocean, but for the most part, you get a view of the parking lot, and the balcony is, I'd say it's about the same as the other one, the short and the long, but the long one, like, you you get a view of the ocean. Everybody does. It's really nice. Um... Would I say the gym is nicer at the long? Yeah, the, gy- the gyms are, are nice at each one. And then at the long layover hotel, it's kind of a walk to get to anything. The short layover, the ABC store, you come out, go to the left, you cross the street and there's an ABC store right there. So it's very accessible. Within two minutes, The Long Layover Hotel, you come out and it takes you at least 10 to 15 minutes to get to the ABC store and then the area where there's stuff. And over there, it's more touristy stuff. So there's just, there's the one ABC store and then there's restaurants. If you go the other way at the Long Layover Hotel, You can go to a grocery store, but the grocery store is at least 25 to 30 minute walk, which isn't bad, especially if you have, you know, 24, 25, 26, 28 hour layover. It's not bad. I walk there all the time, but it's just shitty because, you know, depending on how much you buy, I started taking a backpack with me. Just because, like, if I buy beer, like, a beer, I'll buy, let's say, a 12-pack for me and, like, you know, some of my crew members. So carrying that in itself sucks because it's heavy. Um, so I'll carry that, and then I put all the food and stuff in the backpack. It just works better. Um, and I don't know why I went into telling you about the Maui layover, but I did. And I hope you enjoyed it. And I will post a picture. I've posted pictures of my view before. But maybe I should post it again to remind you guys. Have you guys seen the show Righteous Gemstones? You should. It's, I think, it's a hilarious show. I believe they're in season three right now. Danny McBride, Adam Devine. I can't think of any other actors' names. Um, but it's a really good cast. And it's about a family. It's about a religious family. I think it takes place in, like, uh... South Carolina? North Carolina? Something like that. Um... But the whole premise of the show is it's a mega church religious family and the family is running this mega church and it gets into all kinds of um, hijinks and trouble that they get in. And the whole the whole show is Poking fun at well i shouldn't I shouldn't say it as a matter of fact, I believe it's poking fun at religion and the fact that there are mega churches if you haven't seen it, I would highly suggest you watch it if you like raunchy. Funny making fun of religious stuff. Um yeah, I think I think it's I think it's hilarious. I think my guesstimation, if they are in their third season, I think they'd go maybe five seasons and then end it. Um I feel like they could do more, but I think Five seasons might be a good uh sweet spot for them. I don't know. I know nothing behind the scenes of what's of the of the goings-ons of that show, but I would if I had to assume, I'm guessing they'll go five seasons. Like I said, it's really good. I really enjoy it. If you haven't seen it, I highly suggest watching. Righteous Gemstones. You can watch it on. I think the app is called Max. It used to be HBO Max. Now it's just called Max. Don't know why. I think they've changed the app's name. I think this is the third time. Don't know why. But like I said, if you haven't seen it, go watch Righteous Gemstones. It's hilarious. And speaking of hilarious shows, have you guys watched um, sledgehammer tom segura's netflix special if you haven't go watch it because you are going to laugh and like i said if you don't laugh you're not human or you're i i don't know you're dead inside whatever it is i don't know do you guys have you ever uh picked the skin off of your feet You know when you wear sandals for a couple days, and like some of the skin looks like it's flaking off, and then you peel some of it, and then you keep peeling it, and then you keep peeling it, and then it starts like okay, so it goes from the side, start peeling peeling your skin, your foot skin peel it you peel it and then you kind of peel to the point where blood comes out a little bit you're like ooh and then you keep peeling and then the peeling part goes from the side of your foot to underneath your foot and then you keep peeling and then it starts the skin starts coming off from your foot like the bottom of your foot but now it's not like the flaky skin it's the actual skin skin and you're ripping flesh Off of your foot. And then the bottom of your feet. Are bleeding. Yeah. I've never done that either. (laughs) False. I do do that. Um, I don't know why. Well. Okay. I do know why. Kind of. No. I know why. I'm bullshitting. I know why. I peel the skin off. Because. Some of it is coming off. It's like that flaky little bit of skin. But then I start digging into the skin that's not flaking. And then I start peeling what I call excess skin, which
0: isn't a thing, right? Because the skin you have is the skin you need. It's the right amount of skin that you have. One can
1: argue when someone is losing weight, you have some excess skin,
0: but that's not what happens on your feet, right? Like your foot. Okay. So here's my hand.
1: So your hand has the skin that it has, right? There's no excess skin. You can kind of argue that the knuckles have a little excess skin, you can pull it up but when you bend it it's taut right so you can't so even though right now that looks like excess skin it's not because when you go like this it's just the right amount of skin
0: right so the foot has the skin that it has it doesn't have excess skin. I say it has excess skin because I peel it off and it's disgusting. So I do this thing. I peel, peel, peel.
1: And I peel the sides where like I'm ripping flesh and it it, it hurts. I'm trying to think. Okay, so it's like um, it feels like when you
0: get a paper cut, but instead of this ha- having that little slice, I'm ripping like the size of a dime, like that much. Like I rip it. And I don't intend to rip that much, but because
1: the tiny piece of skin turns into the big piece of skin, I just rip.
0: It's very painful. I bleed, <laughs> and I do it from on the side of my feet. I do it at the bottom of my feet. Allie knows when i do- <laughs> Allie knows when I've been doing this because sometimes, especially when she's gone. I will do it in the bed, in our bed. She will come home and then let's say
1: I go on a trip or I leave the house and she looks on the bed and she goes, were you peeling your foot skin again? And I go, no, why? And she goes, there's
0: blood on the sheets. So you were doing it and I wait and then I go, oh, um, Yeah. Yeah, I was doing it. Recently, she told me, she said, listen, I don't, I'm going to stop telling you to not do it anymore
1: because clearly you're going to do whatever you want. But she goes, can you at least put a bandaid on or some shit? Like, can you not get blood all over the sheets?
0: And I don't want to make it seem like the sheets are a bloody mess, but there are, little blood stains. And
1: there's enough of it. There's enough blood stains that you can tell, like, what the hell happened here? It's not just one. It's like, there's like, let's say four or five,
0: maybe even six, seven spots of blood. So it looks, you know, um, and each time I do it, I always go, oh, fuck. I gotta stop this shit. Because it gets to the point where it hurts to walk. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. I will peel my foot skin off to the point where it hurts to walk. I currently have, like if you look, if you ever look
1: at my feet, which nobody should look at my feet. My feet are fucking disgusting.
0: But if you ever notice my feet in sandals, you look at the sides of my feet and you see dark. Um, That means my foot's been bleeding. And you can tell that I was (laughs) peeling foot
1: skin. It gets bad enough that the last couple days, like when did I, okay, so I started doing
0: it I did this Thursday? Thursday. No, I did it before my trip to Munich. So it's been like a week and a half. Week and a half? A week. Like a week. Maybe a week and a half. Anyways, I did it a couple days before Munich. My Munich trip.
1: And then I put socks on yesterday and the day
0: before. Even today, when I took my socks off, the sock was sticking to the open wound part. So I was like peeling it. Oh, it hurt.
1: Like I said, each time I'm like, dude, you got to stop fucking doing this shit. This hurts.
0: Sometimes I feel like my foot skin's like, yo, just peel it. Just one, just one, just one little peel.
1: It's okay. It's not going to hurt. Not this time
0: this time's different,
1: and I'm like, no, no, I'm not, I said I would never do it again, my foot goes, come on, Jazz, just, just one little peel, and I go, no, no, no,
0: no, no, I can't,
1: oh, but it looks so good, my foot goes, yeah, I know it looks good, just do it, just do it, and I go, no, no, too sexy, too sexy, And then I do it. And then I walk around limping. People are like, are you okay? Oh, you went to the gym? And I go, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gym. It's not the gym. It's my dumb ass peeling my fucking foot skin. Yeah. I hope nobody else does this. I know I'm not the only one, but I hope none of you guys peel your foot skin. (laughs) Yeah, that's gross. Sorry. I recently went to...
0: Und Munich und Germany und for the first time und ja. It was it was uh it was fun. The flight over there was pretty easy. The only the only issue I had with the flight was that the the people in back that I was working with So there's a certain way, so for us flight attendants, we have what we call a bar cart, right? It's the cart that has all the beverages on it that we serve you guys, right? We set it up in a way that works the best so that I can give you drinks um, what am I trying to say we try to set it up as convenient as possible
1: so that I we have everything that we need when
0: we go out in the aisle and then we go would you like something to drink and you go yeah sure can you give me a may I have a when the people in back were setting up the bar cart. They set it up in the most. Not best way. Um, the flight attendant I was working with said, oh, we
1: set it up like this. And I went, huh? I went, OK. I mean, you know, not everybody does it the same way, which is fine. What's the, what's the term? There's
0: different ways to skin a cat. OK. So he sets it up and I went, what about,
1: because normally you have three to four water bottles on the top because we go through a lot of
0: water and he goes, oh no, we just use one up here and then I have another one here. I go, so two? He goes, well, you gave me a third one at the bottom and I go, so three? He goes, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. I went, okay. And I had told them, hey, I don't, I have a limited amount of soda and juices. Like if we, we can't just pass out cans to everybody, right? We don't have enough for that. There's some flights that we do that we we can give
1: you seven sprite like we can give seven sprites the whole can to
0: each customer, and we'll still have more. Other flights they don't do that. They go, mm, maybe maybe half the can for everybody, right?
1: So I'm looking. I say, hey, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna do the this amount of
0: services, um. We don't have enough. I told them. Well, halfway through the first service, like the other flight attendants are already telling me like I need, I need, I need and I go Because I don't
1: I don't give you the can, I pour it. Because most people when we give them the can, when they give it back to me when I'm picking up trash, it's still full. Or at least it's it's half full. So they don't even drink it all. So I'm like, what's the point in doing that?
0: Now I'm just wasting shit when I could use the rest of that can for somebody else, right? So it was just it was very inefficient. Um, that was the
1: only issue that I had. Other than that, everybody was the at least the crew. They were very nice.
0: The passengers were nice too. We get to Munich, and. I wasn't as tired as I thought
1: I would be because when I used to go to London all the time well
0: when I would go to London often getting there even though we had crew rest I I was tired like, There was times I was dragging fucking ass I was like oh um it was bad I'd get in and I'd take a two to four
1: hour nap sometimes and even that sometimes i would i'd wake up i felt super groggy but i knew i had to wake up move around and do something not necessarily go out and rage excuse me but i would uh, hit the gym i would walk around maybe for an hour or two um, go get some food either at a restaurant or I'd go to the Whole Foods or a grocery store, something to have food. But if I slept from the time I would get into London, let's say we get to the hotel about 1 p.m. If I slept from, let's say, 1.30 to like 9 p.m., eight hours, six to eight hours, then I was fucked because then, then you're awake because then you're not tired anymore, right? Well, at least I wasn't. And then I'd be awake from 9, 10 p.m. to about 4 a.m. And then let's say our pickup was at 10 a.m. And you'd go back to bed at like 5 a.m. And it was just, it was terrible. But because I started doing it a lot, then I got used to it. Then I had, you know, I wasn't as tired. Even, Even if I was tired, I had a... Routine, I knew okay, I can only take a two hour nap, even if I'm dragging ass, that's fine. Just get back to the hotel early and then I can sleep for like 10 fucking hours or whatever. So, we get to Munich, and I was like, Oh man, I was pumped because I've never been there.
0: We get there, we get picked up, we're on the way to the hotel, and then we pass where by Munich. Um,
1: play the stadium, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I asked the driver, I "Go is that?" He goes, "Yeah," and I go, "Whoa, it's fucking awesome! It's really close to our hotel." And I was like, "Whoa, that's like really." He's like, "Oh yeah, this is great. You know, if you are ever in town and you want to, you know, watch a game, and there's a game, you can either walk over there." He said, "We can walk, take the train." or Uber, he goes, it's very close. And I was like, oh, that's really good to know. And the bus that picked us up was a supporter group's um, bus. It has Bayern Munich all over it. And he said, sometimes, he goes, "There's there's the supporter group that use this bus, he goes, and sometimes the Bayern Munich staff if they need an extra bus, uh they use this one. And then one of the ladies on our crew was like, "Oh, is this the one the team uses?" and I go, "Absolutely not." In my head I'm like, "You're stupid to think that the players would use this. No, not this one."
0: No. So that was cool. We get into the hotel and I took a 2-hour nap. And then before I even got there,
1: one of my old classmates, Jessica, was in town with her boyfriend. So I messaged her and I went, Oh, hey, what is there to do in, und in Munich? ja, und? And she goes, Oh, you should do this, this, this. She's like, When are you coming? And I go, Oh, you know, I get there in a couple of days. And she's like, We're still going to be around. Do you want to meet up? And I go, I would love to
0: meet up. So that was cool because we were able to meet up. And I just thought, How cool is that, that I went to a different country and it just happened to work out that one of my friends was in town. That was really cool. That's one of the really cool perks about this job
1: is that I can fly into a different country
0: and just randomly meet up with a friend that's there. I thought that was cool. Um, so we took, we took a two-hour nap. Woke up. I went out with
1: one, two, four. Well, three crew members, so it was four of us.
0: We got on the train. We went a couple stops. We went to um, this
1: like square, this area. And I don't know the name of the church but I call it the devil's footprint church because when you walk in the church,
0: the devil's footprint is in the church. I have a picture of it. I'll add it to uh, my show Instagram. The
1: story goes, there was a man trying to build a church and he was trying to get money for it. Nobody would give him a loan. He went to different banks. He went to different people. and. Everybody's like, no, 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 no. We're not going to give you the money. Mind you, this is the story that my crew member who has been there many times, she was telling us. So I'm just telling you what she told us. I haven't fact checked her. So if any of this is wrong, please let me know. Um, but also I kind of like this version. So even if I do hear the real one, I'll be like, mm. And I will say like, this is totally not the right version but this is the version i heard and this is the version i want to go with
0: i don't know maybe if i hear the right one anyways so again this story was told to me so this person
1: this guy is you know trying to get some money to build this church and everybody's like no 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 so he goes the last person i can ask for or the last person i can go to is the devil So he goes to the devil. How he found the devil, I don't know. But he goes to the devil, and he goes, Hey, would you help me finance this church? And he goes, Yes. But there's one condition. And he goes, Anything. He goes, I want you to build this church with no windows. And he goes, No windows? He goes, No windows. And the guy thinks about it, and he goes, Sure. I'll do it. So he builds this church, right? When you go in now, the pulpit, wherever the priest stands to give the sermons, that used to be, that used to cover the back window. It went from the floor all the way almost to the ceiling. So there was a window. There is a window behind it, but originally the thing was covering the back window now when you walk in it's much shorter and you can see the window uh, clearly cuz they redid it i don't know when they redid it but my crew member said that it used to it used to not be able to see the window and when you walk in if you step a certain way there's pillars in the church and they cover the view of any windows, right? So when you walk in, originally you couldn't see any windows when you stood at a certain spot. So the story goes, the devil came in and he looks at everything and goes, perfect this is exactly what i told you to build the guy goes thanks so the devil takes an extra step forward well when he takes that extra step forward now he can see some windows and in anger he tells the guy i told you and in anger he stomps his foot in the church and he left his footprint in there so now there's a
0: footprint in the church Um, and when I put my foot in it, it fit perfectly, so
1: I don't know about that. Well, I mean, it really doesn't fucking matter because I don't believe in that bullshit, but there's that, but also I was like, ooh, creepy, uh, but that was really cool to see. Then we went over
0: to a cuckoo clock. There's this, for lack of a better word, a cuckoo clock.
1: Certain times of the day, I think certain days, I don't think they do it seven days a week. Because it's, it's very old. And I'll attach pictures to that as well. Um, but like it moves. And it's like old timey songs. To be honest with you. When Allie because Ali Ali's gone, Allie's seen it. When she showed me the videos and pictures, I, I was like, Oh, okay, cool, I guess.
0: And then when I saw it with my with my eyes, I went Okay. So we
1: sat down. There's a little restaurant with some chairs outside and umbrellas. So we're outside, we're having a beer. The girls are having their Aperol spritzes. And the cuckoo clock thing goes live the music starts and it starts like turning and shit and I go that's all it does and the girls were like yeah and I went definitely not as impressive as I thought it would be and I personally don't think it should draw the attention that it does I don't know I thought it was stupid as we were sitting there, like I looked up at it and I saw it for maybe like 30 seconds. And I was like, this shit is stupid. And then I just went, we went back to having a conversation. Um, I could care less about the fucking cuckoo clock. I was like, yeah, whatever. We went up to this church tower. We got a view of the city. Um, Oh, we went to this place called the Hoffer House, and apparently that's where Nazis used to meet. And they painted swastikas on the ceiling. They've since painted over them, but if you look at it again, I'll add a picture to it to the show Instagram. You can kind of tell where it was. It's weird. I told my crew members, I said, I want to go see where the swastika was. And then I immediately turned to everybody and said, listen, I do not like swastikas. Fuck Nazis. Fuck anybody that hates other people for that shit. Like, fuck Nazis. You hear what I just said? Fuck Nazis. Don't like them. But I was like, it's history. I, I want to see it. And also, I want to go drink beer at this place because everybody says, go check it out. It's a big hall. It's a restaurant. It's huge. And there's many in Germany. It's not the only one. So we went and the beer was delicious. We had a big old fucking pretzel. Uh. But yeah, when I looked up, I went, Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, mm, maybe you should have completely painted over everything and not even kind of make it look like it. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was odd. Yeah, I was like, uh, maybe you
0: guys should have
1: not. Anyways. So we had this mug. The the mugs were huge. It, it reminded me of the big mugs in Narita, at Cafe Bon. So I was like, oh, cool. I think the I think the German ones were a little bigger. Oh, and they do this thing where they put a little bit of lemonade in the wheat beers. Can't remember what they call them, but one of my crew members she got one, and I go, yeah, let me try that. And it's like a lemonade shandy. It's really good. I was like, "Oh shit," we had like six different ones at different places. So we had one. I have the mug, and I'm like, "Oh man, this is really cool." And I I just happened to tell my crew. Oh, then two crew members joined us, two other crew members, and I just happened to say, "Oh man, I should buy one of these and take it with me."
0: In drinking it. And figuring out where we were going to go next.
1: And then getting a text message from Jessica saying, "Um, I'm almost there. I was like, oh, I lost focus because I was like, let's go outside. We're about to leave, but let's wait for her and then we'll fuck off to somewhere else. So we go outside. Jessica shows up with her boyfriend. I'm like, oh my God. So we start making our way to the next place. We go to the next place. We sit down, we order a beer, and I go, oh, fuck. And everybody goes, what happened? And I go, oh, I forgot to buy a mug. And I go, maybe we can go back uh, before we go back to the hotel. And one of my crew members goes, oh, you mean this? Pulls it out of his bag. And I went, oh, you bought one? And he goes, no, I, I took the one you had. And I went, wait, you walked out of there with that mug? And he goes, yeah, you said you wanted it. I go, yeah, I wanted it, but I didn't think you were going to take it. And he goes, I mean, did you want me to buy one? And I go, not if you can take it. So he took it for me. It was cool, so I have that. We had a drink there. We had a drink somewhere else. And then we went back to the hotel. And then we finished off the night with one more drink. And it was a really cool mug, a much slender mug. And Jessica and her boyfriend left to their, to their hotel. Everybody else went to their room. And then me and one of my crew members, we were finishing our beer. And he tells the bartender, he goes, uh, the bartender comes over. And the bartender wasn't telling us to leave. There was, it wasn't like, oh, hey, can you guys, none of that. But he goes, my crew member goes, oh, we're we're almost done with it. And he goes, oh, I don't care. And he goes, can we take it up to our, our room to finish? And he goes, yeah. And he looks at us and goes, you guys can take it with you. And we go, yeah, no, yeah, we'll take it to our room. He goes, no, no, take it with you. Take it home. I don't care. And I went, you don't care if I take it with me? He goes, no, it's not mine. I don't give a shit. And I went, boom. So. I took it to the room, finished my beer, and then I packed it in my bag and I brought it back to America. So I have
0: two mugs from Und, Germany.
1: So I thought that was really cool.
0: It was a really, really cool trip. And I want to try to get more
1: Munich-Germany layovers. Or at least do more Munich-Germany trips.
0: I still have to say my favorite layover, well, my favorite international work trip is still Narita, Japan. I want to go back so bad, so, so bad. I do want to work a Haneda, but at least here out of Chicago, it's next to impossible. But I'm hoping that I'm able to do more international trips.
1: I think me and Ali are on the cusp right there with our seniority like we can we can almost we can almost touch it, but
0: not quite yet. Here's a word of advice: If you're on an airplane,
1: remember that there's other people around you. Um, remember that there's flight
0: attendants and we will randomly ask you if you need anything, if you want anything, we check in on you guys as passengers. We're like, Hey, you good? The reason why I say that there was a lady. She was watching. She was in first class. I was working up front. And in first class, it's slightly different. Because we, because there's a lot less passengers that sit in first class. We as flight attendants ask a little more frequently. Um. If
1: you would like anything, if you need anything, maybe I can refresh your drink.
0: If we have some snacks, would you like some snacks? We're going from Denver to Chicago, Chicago, Denver. No, no, we were doing Denver, Madison, Wisconsin. And I had said,
1: uh, would you like, I checked on, you know, the first row, second row, I come to third row.
0: And I go, oh, would you like me to refresh your uh, vodka cranberry? And I ask her,
1: the passenger, because I had just asked the row ahead of her. She looked up and made eye contact with me. She didn't have any earbuds, but she's on her computer. Maybe she's crushing some emails.
0: So I said, Oh, can I
1: refill your vodka cranberry? And she looks up at me and goes, Oh!
0: I looked at her and I said, Are you okay? It's like, Oh my God, you scared me. And I went, Not sure how, but okay. Would you like
1: me to refresh your vodka cranberry? She goes, Yeah,
0: yeah. So I took her glass, refilled it, made her a new one, gave it back to her. I went back to the galley and I went, how, I don't understand how, like, did you really, do people really get that involved in what they're doing to the point where they don't know where they're at? That to me is, is odd. For example, if I'm home
1: Allie does it. If we're at home and I, let's say I walk into the next room, let's say I go to the bathroom real quick. Allie's in the living room with the baby. I come back and sometimes I'd be like, hey, and she goes, oh, oh, you scared me. And I go, how did I, how did I, how did I scare you?
0: You know, I'm in the house, right? She goes, yeah. And I go, did you think I left? I left. Do you think you live here alone?
1: I'm not. What? I don't understand it. I don't understand it because I've never been in a house
0: knowing that there's other people in the house. And then have gotten startled by the people or the person that is in the house with me. Because I know there's people or a person in the house with me.
1: Now, I understand. Because even some of my friends, like, go, oh no, sometimes just, I just get startled. I go, that's, that's odd to me. But I know it happens. In your house, right? Because I get the house more. Because in, in a house, in your apartment, whatever,
0: in your living space. It's very comfortable, right? Now, let's switch it to a public place. Public, not your home, not your apartment, not your car. In a public place.
1: On a plane, for that matter. Especially people that are in a middle
0: seat. And, oh! You literally have strangers to your left and right. What are you
1: scared of? Who hurt you? Who, who hurt you or who
0: is currently hurting you? That a flight attendant is scaring the shit out of you. I've even had people watching their, their movie or TV show,
1: whatever they're watching. And I go to try to get their attention and they freak out. And each time now, they're like, oh, you
0: scared me. I go, I don't know how. I've literally been on this plane the entire time. And I give them a look like they're dumb.
1: And I hope they feel like I'm looking at them like they're dumb. Because though I cannot say it. I want them to know that I think
0: they're a little dumb for getting scared in a public place with strangers around them. I hope I'm conveying what I'm trying to say. You you shouldn't be startled in a public place. Because you should know, by just using your eyes, that there's people all around you. Not just people, there's strangers all around you. Why? Because you can see them with your eyes. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Uh, With that...
1: I leave you... Actually, no. I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, Lionel Messi
0: has officially been announced as a Inter-Miami player today. Well,
1: his unveiling was today. I think the announcement happened... The official announcement happened yesterday or the day before. Maybe Friday or Saturday. But he's here. He's going to play in MLS. And... Wild. I was just telling Allie. Before Beckham came. I was telling people. I was telling my friends. Telling people I knew who were into soccer. I was like Beckham's coming to MLS. And everybody everybody told me. You're fucking crazy. He's Why would he come to MLS? Why would he come to the States? And I said I don't know. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. And then he did. And then I told some of those people suck on my ballsack because i was right and you're wrong and you were a dumb fuck for doubting me, right? And then with that more
0: superstars came over to MLS and more and more and more. But to think that one of the two greatest soccer players that ever played the game currently
1: were to come to MLS, I was uh, like when when there was rumors a couple of years ago, oh, Messi might come to MLS. I was like, I don't know, I don't know if
0: that'd be nice, but ooh, I don't I don't know. And now that he's here, I'm like, holy shit,
1: this is a great time to be an MLS fan. The only thing now we're missing. And Cristiano Ronaldo, I'm looking at you, and I know you're watching, and I know you're listening. Come to MLS. Come to MLS. Sign a two-year contract. Sign a two-year contract. Just do it. You're, you're going to love it. You're, you're going to like the way you look. Uh, Yeah, so Messi's here. Maybe Cristiano will come. Who knows? If you guys out there uh, know him, tell him that Jesus, not that one, told him to come on over. And hopefully he will. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Remember, tell everybody you know to listen to The Jesus Show. Oops. Listen to The Jesus Show. Not that one. And I'll see you next week.